Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask both of you guys this so we can just get some education for people because people might not be familiar. So, all right. So we talked about um, earnings. Mm. Can we break this down a little bit? Because people might hear about earnings and the earnings were good. The, only, the earnings were disappointing. And then if the earnings don't are disappointing, then the stock drops. But talk about like, what does that actually mean when they release, when they release their quarterly quarterly numbers? Yeah. So basically what I just ran down is the revenue generators for a company. So Apple, we talked about the iPhone. We talked about the services, right? That's another revenue generator, the MacBook, the iPad. Um, I didn't even do wearables. I, you know, the wearable numbers, they, I didn't even yeah. put those in there, but I could have. So everything that is a revenue generator goes into what the company earns. Wall Street will say, based on its performance, they'll say, all right, well, we estimate that they should make this much per this quarter, mm-hmm. these three months. It's, a, it's an estimate, right? At, mm-hmm. at best, it's an estimate. Now, if they hit the estimate, great. And sometimes we see the stock go up. If so you it, have firms like JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley analysts, right. that put out reports yeah they'll put out they'll pull out what do you uh, think it will go yeah right up they'll upgrade it depends they'll say overweight or underperform and based on those things people will say all right it's a good time to invest or it's not a good time to invest also what apple didn't do again we spoke about this in a few episodes ago and they didn't offer guidance and so when we talked about guidance is the future outlook what does the next quarter the next two or three quarters look like and so they haven't offered any guidance during the entire pandemic so this isn't anything new so the stock did pull back a little bit. What is guidance? I just said the future outlook of yeah, of yeah the, the, f- the future like, outlook of what they expect to do. So for my rap fans, the analysts are like academics when he's guessing like what the first week numbers <laughs> are going to be, and the estimates are like first week sales before the quarter. Now I, I truly think they should do earnings on a one year basis. It's a huge mistake when companies run on a quarter to quarter projection and it's a rat race that they're chasing, but they missed the number. But the numbers and growth of the company were great with a supply chip shortage. Exactly. So I wouldn't sell base off of that. And I, when you guys are looking at what to invest in, you always want to do the versus of the stock. So if you did Apple versus Ford, GM, whoever you would pick, you have to say, are they better across the board? The answer is usually no. If it's not, then you have to pass it up. But yeah, with the earnings, it's a projection of what they are going to do. And a lot of times if they miss, the stock will drop and then it's a good buy at that point. And I even seen stocks that have hit their numbers and tanked because of it. So that's why I never lean on earnings and I never factored mm-hmm. into my investing equation because it's not a game for us to play based off of that. And for those of you to trade off of it, if you yeah. get the direction wrong, you're going to get killed. So I, that's why I never factored into my investing. Yeah, we, we, we just, we just saw a snap drop like 20% after its earnings. Like, they missed yep. and it dropped 20%. But we've yep. seen Apple have a hundred billion dollar quarter and pull back after that, right? Mm-hmm. They, the revenues were running so high. Um, and so yeah. that, I mean, again, if you base your, stra- your investment strategy off that, you ha- have some real, real experience in doing it. You shouldn't do it. I'm gonna just say what he wants to say. Uh, to your price <laughs> of Apple, 238.02. That's the target I have it getting to. So you guys can write that down. 238.02 is where I expect Apple to get. 
and snap did take a hell of a tumble it will recover but they have a lot of competition i have an interesting theory about snap but i don't want to go into it but if uh, apple goes to 129.76 that's why you guys should look to pick some shares up yeah yeah you, yeah. you heard it let me can i i'm gonna do one more company that missed because it was like big news that go ahead. obviously so apple misses microsoft takes advantage of that they become the wealthiest company in the world but amazon missed, and everybody knows i've been huge about amazon made a hefty investment in Amazon. And so they missed their quarter. Obviously supply chain issues had a lot to do with that, but same thing with Apple. We know what quarter they're going into, right? The holiday season is upon season. us. Now, This today on CNBC, the president, the CEO of the National Retail Federation uh, put out a statement. He said that this holiday season is on pace, right? They're expecting it to be the greatest shopping season of all ever time. of all time. Right, they're expecting an increase of growth of over eight to ten percent from 2020, when everybody was pretty much home. And so, if we think about e-commerce, who's the number one in that space? Yep. That good company, right? Amazon. But also, some, uh, there was there was a, another piece of news that came out about Amazon. Uh, maybe people overlooked it, but they have uh, entered uh, the the EV market, right? And we spoke about Rivian a few, maybe last year, uh, but it's it's an electric well pickup too. truck. Well yeah. played. They own 20. So the numbers finally came out that they own 20% of the company. So they own 20% of Rivian. Uh, I think their investment was like 1.3 billion, right? Based on Rivian's evaluation, because it's IPO in this month. I don't, we don't have the exact date. I know in the next couple of weeks it's going to IPO. But based on evaluation, that investment is now worth 3.8 billion, right? So the growth of Rivian will also mean the success of Amazon as well. They've already ordered 100,000 vehicles for their delivery mm -hmm. service. And there's another company that has been invested in as well. You may have heard of by Ford. Ford owns 5% of Rivian as well. So the base mm -hmm. has been laid for this company to be successful. Amazon's already owns 20%, plus they've already had 100,000 vehicles. How long did it take a Tesla to get to 100,000 vehicles ordered? Think about that, right? And so when you start it's looking tough, at the yeah. success of this EV market, they've already built in a win. So you, so what are you saying? You're bullish on Amazon? Is I'm staying saying? bullish on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you, speak, you have to. You got to speak the language that you, you people just want. Saudi just want to know am I buying it or not? That's all I you speak, want to know. I just want to give you the information speak, so you make the I right speak, decision I for speak, yourself. I speak for the masses, man. They just want to. And they keep it want, simple. They want that microwave. That's yeah. It. So Amazon is an amazing company. Hold it for the next ten years. Um, I know you guys are gonna ask about Rivian, but it's one of the things you have to understand when big companies like these and they own a, consi a considerable amount of it, twenty percent. That is a solid strategy in business owners. When I'm telling you to diversify, because we're not talking about it enough, but we've entered an age where we're watching the job market die right in front of our face. And part of the reason why crypto and EV is going up, they're not saying it. These are going to replace most job markets. And when they usher in universal basic income, they're going to say, well, we gave you guys the opportunity to invest in crypto and Amazon and Tesla when they were super cheap. So when I'm saying you have to invest in these because in 15 years, there may be no job market the way we see it today. If you don't believe that's true, go talk to your aunts, friends, brothers that lived through 2005. And when 2007 came, the job market dramatically changed. I remember when we were graduating from school, it was like if you graduated, you were guaranteed a job. Now I know people that have masters that can't get a job that pays 80000 a year. Please be mindful. We are witnessing a changing of the guard in real time. UBI, Universal Basic Income. You 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 think that that's something that 
you just kind of breezed over very quickly. Um, you believe that that could actually happen at some point in time? If the job market continues to be eroded, absolutely. They got him in the matrix. That's our connection. I don't know. I'm still good. Ian Dunlap has froze. They have him in the matrix. Um. Okay. Well, while we wait for Ian to come back online, let's talk about uh, XLY since we talk. XLY. So <laughs> XLY. Since we're talking about um oh there you go. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, all right. So all right. Yeah. So you said um if if the job market continues to suffer, then some level of universal income will have to it's gonna be needed to, to keep the people from revolting. Mm. You have to. You have to. Um I don't think people go look at historically. Go look in 1929 and 1933, after those recessions happened, how much, you guys can Google it, how much the job market declined. The power of the dollar is going down. My biggest fear, and I've said it before, um, Vitalik came through Peter Thiel's fellowship. He made Ethereum. You guys, I've already told you my theory on Bitcoin. If we get taken off of the petrodollar and the Saudis no longer have to buy oil, that is the last linchpin that we need for America to have no advantage. Inflation will go through the roof. There's a reason why you're seeing Square, Tesla, all these companies look to hedge with crypto in case the world falls apart. Please write this down. The ultimate investing strategy is to be able to make money no matter what happens in the world. So whether we go to World War III or hyperinflation or we lose our dominant spot, you still have to be able to produce make money because like Rashad said before, we have expenses every single day. So when you guys are like battling over which assets to own, should I do options long-term? The answer is to do all and then invest in the top ones and then you, you'll be safe. But in order to keep the people from having an absolute riot and maybe 15, 20 years, they may have to do universal basic income for sure. Interesting. That's Interesting. Well, mind to that. Um, one one thing I wanted to talk about. You said that uh, it's going to be the biggest retail um, season ever. So, XLY, consumer discretionary ETF, that could see some positive um, results. Yeah, we're seeing it run right now. We saw it run obviously because, and we said shout out to Ty. Ty gave me the exact number was sixteen nine point percent allocation to Tesla, but the number one allocation in XLY's ETF is is Amazon at twenty two percent. Yeah, and so. Again, if I'm bullish on Amazon, the company itself, of course, I'm going to be bullish on the ETF that has a large allocation of it. Plus, it has Tesla in it. Those two companies alone, outside of anything else that's in there, that's almost 40%. Almost 40% of the entire ETF. I mean, if you're buying stuff online, and for everyone watching, it's a good question to ask. If you're buying stuff online and you don't use Amazon, what's the better alternative? Shopify's and Stock Club, it's not better. What are you using? No. Walmart.com? UPS Etsy. isn't great. Etsy is okay. Wish, disaster. If you want the young jock Halloween mask, you could have went on Wish. <laughs> Always think like, who is the best at what they do? This is why I hang my hat on being the best, best at investing. They're showing you in real time, media, who's the best. 
you have to hang your hat on those that are at best in the world at what they do. And th that's an easy formula. And even if you go back to the 1980s, if you're looking at steel, oil, um, 1960s with Ford, that formula works for every single era. Like who is the best at crypto? If you're looking at in terms of holding value or store value, it's Bitcoin. If it's ability to create projects, you can argue Ethereum. Please write that down. The number one in the space is always the best one to invest in. And, and that's what, that's one of the reasons why I really love ETFs is because it's like, like so take XLY, 22% is in Amazon, 15% is in Tesla. Um, so let's just talk about that right quick. A lot of people don't like Tesla because they feel like it's too volatile and it's very risky. Um, and it's at an all time high and it's, you know, it's kind of overinflated. Some people might think so. This is why, you know, you can invest in the ETF and you actually get Tesla exposure without actually investing. And then Amazon's another one where people think like, well, that's, you know, up there in price and I might not have enough money to buy one share mm -hmm. and it's not going to make a difference because I don't have enough money. So now, you know, the ETF, once again, gives you exposure, almost a quarter of your portfolio to Amazon without actually, you know, putting $3,000 to Amazon stock. But then also in, in that ETF, it has Home Depot, yep. McDonald's, yeah, Nike, winner, Lowe, winner. Star, Starbucks. <laughs> Target. target so Winner. you know it's it's a lot of um it's a lot of good companies in there and yeah people consumer discretion people start to spend money um all of those companies are going to get patronized mcdonald's say what you want about them and the greatest not going retail out of company of all time on a real estate side yeah. easy easily they're not going out of business <laughs> no matter what home depot's not going anywhere y'all <laughs> nike lowe's People don't don't think about Lowe's enough. We talk about real estate, shout out to Matt. We talk about real estate all the time. Lowe's is like the cornerstone for all of these real estate guys, all of the developers yeah. and all that. They have, they spend thousands of dollars in Lowe's. Man, I tell my dad all the time, you need nothing else but Home Depot, Lowe's, Apple, Microsoft. For the, Cause like people in construction, you guys prop up. And th this is what I love to do. I was in Galleria last week. I went to Apple to buy some wire headphones cause I lo lost my AirPods, right? I'm like, how many sales you guys? It's 11 o'clock. He was like, they did 2,900 sales by 11 a.m. When you guys are in there buying drywall and sheetrock, you guys can see the volume in there. Yep. So you yeah. guys have accounts. You know infrastructure is never going to go away. And major cities, people are still going to build. Just invest in, in quality across the board. And even better with the volatility thing, Con Ed volatility is higher. For my people back at home, NIPSCO prices for heating is higher. Like the rate of return that you're going to get is going to be offset by the volatility. So the more return that you want. So if you want something that grows 150% in a year, it may be a chance that you get a 25% drawdown. But a quality company that is best in its class is not going to draw down 100%. You're not going to lose. Even if you buy the absolute top, it's not going to go from top to bottom and you get wiped out. You have to yeah. stop worrying about volatility and quality companies and realize those are the places in which you should be buying the most. So like when Tesla was in the 620 range and I told you guys it was going to come down, it surpassed every estimate and then shot up now, it's at 1154. But look, you would have doubled your money pretty much from June had you just listened. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.